We are voices shouting from the wilderness. We are encouraging men to pursue God's gold standard in manhood, masculinity, and leadership so that our marriages, families, communities, and the marketplaces we represent become what they're supposed to be. This is the Man Up Movement Podcast. That boy, all right, man. This is <laughs> Lazarus Bruner Jr., your host for the Man Up Movement podcast. This is your co host, Torrance R. Simmons, and we're representing the movement LLC company. Uh, man, our goal is to encourage all men to follow God's gold standard in manhood, masculinity, and in leadership. Yes, sir. So, man, that's why we're here. That's the purpose. That's the why behind the podcast. And uh, today, man, we have another, uh, or actually a continuation. Yeah, this is part two. Hey, man, I, I must say, after listening to part one on the drive to work, and and being that I'm going through a very relevant season <laughs> <laughs> of my life, man, I felt that. I was listening to somebody else give me words that I needed to hear. You had an old out-of-body experience. Yeah, man. Yeah. So the fact that we're producing this, I know it is ordained um, to really help people um, and help men in particular deal with those things and, and, and take the covers off their eyes and see, man, this is this is me. This is where I am. Oh, yeah. So, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to do this. It's an honor, man, to be on the mic with you, brother. Yes, sir. No, the honor is on this side hey. to be on the mic with you. Hey, you getting front row seat <laughs> yes. in, in, in what God is doing in my life. Yes. And it's, it's really, it's, I, it's, it's not ironic. I know everything is for a reason. But uh, Torrance has, I mean, we've, we've been down for what, since... February or January, late late January or early February. It was early February. Yeah, where we connected, and ever since, it's almost like I've been embarrassed sometimes to to <laughs> allow him access into my my shortcomings. <laughs> but uh, man, I, I do want to thank you for your friendship, no uh, for for being an accountability accountability partner for me and, and just being wise counsel for me uh, through. Uh, the, the short time, but a lot of events that have occurred in right. that short time. Right. And and guys, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to build community because even even the best dressed, well spoken, look like dude got it all together. Need somebody. Yes, sir. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I just appreciate your vulnerability mm. with me. Um, I think that's very important. And now vulnerability with, you know. Hundreds, thousands, maybe millions of people, uh, yeah. whatever time point you're you're listening to this, but just the vulnerability to say, hey, we're not perfect. That's one of the things we always said. Hey, we ain't perfect, but nah. we may be a few steps ahead of somebody else. Mm-hmm. So just just being transparent, vulnerable, and truthful, mm-hmm. um, I think helps strengthen and help allow 
me. And again, I always say this. I ain't got no letters behind my name. <laughs> so I'm not a professional, but just being able to to see the truth and help you through some of the, some of the things I've seen growth in the few months. I've seen growth in you um, and don't think it's one way because you've you've done mm-hmm. things uh, on this side as well. Just the the praying and and definitely uh, putting values in and being more intentional with what I do with my family mm-hmm. uh, is very important. So I think we we're holding a mirror up for each other. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. right now your mirror might be a little bit bigger than yeah, mine been up for a minute now. <laughs> I'm ready to put my mirror down. Oh, no, you're going to hold it, though. <laughs> I'm ready to put my mirror down. So uh, so back to the back to the lecture at hand. Uh, we are uh, continuing our episode or topic about grief. Uh, we covered the process of grieving, um, the process of losing something in our lives. And uh, we, we talked about uh, losing a loved one is just the same uh, impact or result as losing out something in life. Right. An opportunity. um a relationship, yeah, a job, a job, yeah. you know, just a number of things. So when we talk about this grief process, the denial, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance, mm-hmm. uh, the research was done in the context of death or mm-hmm. people dying. But a lot of times the same concept applies to to other things outside of that mm-hmm. and um people are caught up in some of these steps not realizing what it is so mm-hmm. uh we don't have the solution mm-hmm. all the way but we just want to be a mirror mm-hmm. for the process to say hey this is you may be the person or you may know a person kind of stuck in this grieving process over something mm-hmm. uh to Hey, help them out or you can seek therapy or counsel or whatever you need to to help yourself out of that particular rut to get to acceptance of of this thing. So today we're going to um, or this part, we're going to finish out the the remaining three topics. I'm sorry, the bargaining, the depression and the acceptance. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we want to do is just make this uh, really informative for you and uh hopefully engaging and um let's let's go ahead and roll into the 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 meat of the podcast all right so rounding out this uh process of grieving like i said is was denial uh anger bargaining depression and acceptance we are really focused focusing on bargaining now this doesn't have a very popular term this isn't a popular term that we use with, uh, you know, the process of grieving, but it is very relevant. So do you mind Torrance just explaining just this, uh, what is, what, what do we mean when we say bargaining? So bargaining is, um, you're trying to, trying to hold on to it. So Mm -hmm. you, you're kind of in this fog, you're, you're dragging, uh, the past with you. So a a good example, you, you did something in your relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You jacked up. Mm -hmm. And you're bargaining if I if I give them flowers, if I if I apologize to me, if I if I if I if I do this, mm-hmm. I'll get back or 
um, another one, a lot of times if you go to any high school game, mm -hmm. you'll see a lot of dudes talking yeah. about, yeah. I can still do this, or if it was me, or, you know, yeah. the if I. So it's almost like holding on to the past. Yes, yeah. holding, holding on to the past um, in a... And it's not you're reliving your glory days. Mm -hmm. You you holding on to the past where you're not moving you forward. If I would have never got hurt, man, if I would have just made that cut or if I if dude would never never chop block me, man, I'll right. still be Right. And know, yeah. And these people, these these guys, they are in a situation where it's it's not well, I have a successful career now. Mm -hmm. Or I have a successful relationship now. Yeah, they that they, they that's moving on past that. Right. That's not what we talk about. <laughs> they are stuck, <laughs> right? Right there. So if if you're playing a pickup game with them, say basketball, mm. and they going hard like they auditioning for the NBA, <laughs> or you playing flag football and they trying to hit you with a blindside block, uh -huh. you know those type of people, or uh, it kind of turns into in a sense, womanizing uh, from a relationship. They just keep, if I, if I, well, if I get this one mm. or if she see how I treat her or, you know, it's one of those things where it it's unhealthy because mm -hmm. they're they holding on to the past. It's like an anchor mm -hmm. and they can't move forward. Mm -hmm. That's that's the, the bargaining aspect. Right. And it's almost like seeing a a replay stuck on repeat that is just continuing to play over and play over and play over in this person's mind. And it's, it's like being around a person that you've been around a person that says the same thing multiple ways, but they, they, it just keeps coming out. And you're like, dang, I wonder what, I wonder do they know that they're actually saying the same thing or keep referring back to this thing. Right. And um, those are the key factors where we're really trying, we're spending some time on the indicators of this because this can go undetected for a while. And, um, you know, I definitely have had situations where I could have really easily slipped into this pattern, especially getting fired. Man, all I, man, all the stuff I did for them, you know, that I didn't see the value in me, man. You know, forget them, man. Da, da, da. And, and, and then, man, you know, and it's like if you having a conversation with me and I keep bringing up all this stuff that I did or they did to me, and it's like, nah, brother, I think something else is going on here. Right, right. Yeah. It, it's one of those things. It's everybody else but that person. Mm -hmm. That that person is probably in the, this bargaining um, or they're stuck in the fog, but they, they keep going back to this pain point. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, another example is man back in back in the day, man back in in '94. Mm -hmm. It was my yeah, man. If <laughs> I could have, if I could have, if the coach had to put me in, I know I could have caught the pass, man. Every conversation, yeah, man. That hot dog. I remember it was a person in the second row eating a hot dog just like that back in 94 <laughs> when the coach didn't put me like, dude. Yeah, man, we're not even talking about that, bro. Right. Do, <laughs> do, do you want a hot dog or not? Right. Uh, or um, for for guys who, who are womanizing, 
man, just because I'm dark-skinned, man, they think I ain't got no play. Something yeah. happened back in the day yeah. that was a reflection of, of their skin, their height, their their uh, build, something mm. that they can't let go because they're sitting there trying to bargain with, trying to get something back. And that seems this bargaining uh, stage of grieving see, seems to really be the gateway into the next segment where we probably will spend more time oh yeah uh on but yes this this bargaining thing is just a person being stuck on repeat yep yep definitely repetition of this past event or past events that's controlling their present behavior and it's they won't let it go right Mm -hmm. so um that that's kind of a lot of indicators toward bargaining but like like you said, we are going to hit home. Um, a lot of people are here right now, and it's kind of easy to spot, but a lot of times we don't know how they got here. Bargaining is the one, but let's uh, talk about depression. Yeah. Yeah, you really have to take a deep breath with this one, man. Yeah. Um, because as I think this is this is almost something that is – you're uncommon if you're not in it. Right. Almost in a sense. Um, with so many, um, like the influence of social media. I, I mean, I'm hearing so many people say, you know, I need to get off of this because it's, it's impacting me Yeah, in, in the way I, I look at myself. I'm comparing myself to a lot of other people and it's not making me feel good about right. what I'm doing with my life or, um, you know, that loss of that loved one that that it, it's it's like that bargaining process leads you right into the depths of depression. Right. And what what tends to happen is you try to bargain mm. and you realize the bargaining ain't going to stop the inevitable. Nope. nope. So you just kind of give up. Right. And let go. Yep. Mm. So uh, I have a note on here. Uh, people who who typically hit this stage. They start withdrawing from life. Mm-hmm. So you, we know plenty of people. Um, I got a good friend. Used to be the life of the party. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you try to call. Calls go unanswered. You know, mm-hmm. you try to go by and see them. Never come to the door. You know, they just kind of. Withdrawn. Fade, yeah, they fade into into black. Yeah. And it's very dangerous. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Because um, I, I think that is definitely the stronghold of in, of the enemy. And, you know, I'm not a super spiritual dude, but I, I definitely know that is a time where you start hearing voices or, or, or words being said that is not coming from your healthy mind. It's coming oh, yeah. from uh, the oppressor and the accuser. And if you don't have a support system of people who like come in and grabbing you and getting you out the house, getting you moving, or if you don't have truth to refute those lies, man, you in big trouble because it's only going to snow pile, uh, snowball up and those accusations are going to come. And then the moment that you accept it, it's nothing but a downhill spiral from there. Right. So with the, the depression, I can speak firsthand, mm-hmm. um, going from 
uh, high school into college, a lot of things. So I never knew my father. Mm-hmm. The last time I saw him, I was about five. I didn't even know it was him until later. Last time I talked to him, I was 18. So uh, my mother, I, I was supposed to go on a field trip and needed money. Mm-hmm. So my mother found my grandmother, who I never knew, mm-hmm. um, my father's mother. Mm-hmm. I oftentimes speak of her mother, my grandmother, but the other grandmother never knew, found her, found a way to get in contact with him, but he was married. Mm. with three kids so now i'm the 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 excuse to talk to him to get money from him and dealing with that uh i was in a relationship and that was going south getting ready to leave my disabled mother you know i had a lot of stuff going Mm -hmm. on and was fortified Mm -hmm. you know nothing out nothing nothing in. in right but it was more, I saw it nothing in, not realizing nothing out. Right. Got to college, going through all that, almost uh, got kicked out of school because of financial situations. Um, and it just kept piling on, kept piling on. And like you said, you start hearing voices. Mm-hmm. I was hearing voices. Mm-hmm. I was seeing imagery. Mm-hmm. Like I was, you know, I was putting on this mask. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of going through trying to be busy as a mm. distraction, not really dealing with the issue. Right. And it's it's a fact. You know, it's a lot of people that suffer from depression and uh, the term, oh, they just crazy. OK, they are. Right. So help them. Mm-hmm. Don't just chalk it up to they just crazy because it's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And, you know, I say by the grace of God, I'm here. Right. You know, it was uh, I had a coworker getting on my nerves and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do to her. So I went to uh, my supervisor who immediately escalated it up. I ended over at the counseling center and started counseling, Mm -hmm. you know, started getting therapy to start letting some of this stuff out, start Mm -hmm. tearing down these walls, this this uh, fortress that I built myself in and the vision started going away the voices started going away. You know, mm-hmm. I was able to release that right. stuff and then was able to reconnect with God. Uh, but it was, and I want people to hear that, the the, the order in right. which things happen. Right. Because a lot of times I feel like Christians try to pray stuff away. Yeah. yeah. I went to counseling. Right. Was able to tear down some of these walls. Right was able to release some of this stuff. Voices went away. Visions went away. Then I was able to reconnect. Right. You know, we cannot, we have to stop as Christians, stop trying to pray away everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tough process uh, because a lot of it started in our youth. Yes. And we had carried those things so long, it just becomes normal. Yes. And so it becomes hard to identify that there's something wrong until you have that big break yep. in your in your mind that okay in this you know this situation happened now I'm oh my gosh I'm un, un, unraveled and now I know something is wrong this is this is not right right and um it it's it is a tough process I think you know there are times where I ebb and flow out of it to be honest right um because it is similar to the grieving process grieving 
it's you, you kind of ebb and it ebbs and flows. It comes and it goes, right. and and um, I I think there are a few things that has really helped me um, do it, not go deep in in the valley of depression. Like right. it's it's like okay, I feel it. I recognize it's there. Why am I feeling this way? And um, I figure out ways to press through, but also acknowledge and accept. Okay, this is why, and I should feel this way. It it, it sucks that it happens, but I'm not going to stay here. Right, and that's that's the important thing. It's a part of the process. Mm-hmm. So we're not saying you shouldn't feel right because I I I oftentimes you know I know I'm slipping into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell my wife, hey, I'm feeling a little down right now. Yeah. I just need a little time. Yeah. But I ha- now I have the tools to work through it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times in our communities, we look down upon therapy. Mm-hmm. I know it's becoming a, a new um, new kind of uh, ide- ideology yes. to go get therapy, the, the mental illness. And that's why we're doing this. But mm-hmm. we... Until we do it and start getting tools to handle this, a lot of times if we made it through denial, if we made it through anger, if we we figured bargaining wasn't gonna work, mm-hmm. we stop here. Right. And it's it's very important that people understand this grieving process isn't just death; it's other things mm-hmm. that people are depressed over. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it it's. They lost this wonderful job. They lost their house. They mm-hmm. lost their their spouse. They mm-hmm. lost uh, a child. They lo- something mm-hmm. happened. Right. And you know they tried to do a whole bunch of stuff. And it didn't. It hadn't worked. It hadn't worked. Yeah. And a lot of it is that dream. Yeah. A lot of it is that dream, right? Um, it's that man. I just knew I was going to be a successful businessman. Man, I just knew I was going to make it in the NBA, you know, play college basketball, make it in the NBA. Man, I just knew I would have a wife by now. I just knew that, you know, you know, after this first miscarriage that this next one was going to – I just knew it, – it, it's usually that dream. And if we're honest with ourselves and break that down, we have put our hope in those dreams. Right. And when that – when it doesn't happen – it's like all hope is gone. Right. And what I realized and I understand so clearly now about what the Bible says about placing your hope in the Lord, the everlasting God. Right. He is somebody that I can always hope in and that come through, even though I don't understand the process that I may be going through to get it or why I, you know, experience this setback or whatever. But as long as I keep my hope in him is never extinguishes so whatever happens here in the in the worldly realm is like dang that sucks but i i have a but to continue to go forward and uh man i love this um verse in isaiah chapter 40 uh beginning in uh verse uh 28 it says the lord is the everlasting god the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. 
He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So that that just gives me hope that if I if I really sit still, right, really sit still and say, you know what, Lord, I feel this way. Uh, I have lost this. This hadn't worked out. What I thought would work did not connect. And I, I feel stuck. But my hope is in you. And I'm just going to sit here and just think about you because you are the everlasting Lord. You created the heavens and earth. You created me. You shaped me. You formed me. You gave me breath. Like you start to think like that and you like, man, I'm still living. So while I'm still alive, let me let me. And then all of a sudden you have this burst of like, man, this joy. Like, okay, that didn't work out. I'm going to, you know, make sure I, I pray next time before I enter into a, you know, or make sure I prepare myself, whatever, whatever that circumstance is. It just gives me hope. And, and, and I'm saying this and I'm getting excited about this because this is what I've done. Like recently. Right. Right. I'm walking this thing out and I'm saying, man, what, what, what once looked bleak four days ago is now it's like, I'm good. Right. Like I'm expecting God's best. And, uh, when when you when you can get to that place and accept yes this happened but my hope is in the lord i really think and i don't know how that works out for other people and what questions or barriers you may have to come into that acceptance that my hope is in the lord but really being able to understand that you have a power that created the heavens and the earth and you thinking about your job or one woman when women outnumber men almost three to one (laughs) or or even we'll 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 take a a step back from the the spiritual realm right so people understand that at least in america we have tried to factor out of our lives failure Mm. Mm mm-hmm so when you're when you're reading that verse mm-hmm. and putting your hope in the Lord, mm-hmm. right? And f- what I'm seeing in a non-biblical thing is failure is okay mm-hmm. because you can try again. Absolutely, you can keep pressing forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and and I'm not saying that because I'm saying I don't believe in God. I do. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is for those who like, oh, well, here they go. No. Here's the here's the non-biblical of what that means. Mm-hmm. Failure is okay. Mm-hmm. It took 10,000 tries to make a light bulb. Right. That's 99 or 9,999 9, failures mm-hmm. to get success. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're going you're gonna to experience loss, a.k.a. failure, in the, your pursuit of whatever it is that you're pursuing keep pressing forward mm-hmm. so for for the christians put your faith in the lord because he will renew your strength mm-hmm. keep pressing forward for mm-hmm. the non-believers failure is okay pick yourself up keep pressing forward yep. that way you don't get caught up in depression yeah for sure yeah it's a process you're going to experience but you don't have to stay there right 
Yeah, man. So the last stage of this is where we would love for most people to hang out. Yes, sir. Right now, I'm just going to say it by the power of the Lord. I pray that whatever stage that you are in before you heard this, that you transition into the role or the mindset of acceptance. Yep. And acceptance isn't that everything is okay. Right. But it is what it is. Yeah, And it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. You cannot change your past. So um, one, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't okay. know where it came from. I got you. I got you back. But you can't live in the future because mm-hmm. you'll never get there. Mm-hmm. You can't live in the past because it's already happened. Already done. So you yeah. got to live in the present. Yeah. You can plan for the future. Yeah. You can learn from the past. Absolutely. But you can't live in either one of those. You got to live in the, in the present. Yeah. And there's a quote that's very similar to the point that you're making that when you inject God into your present, your past is irrelevant. And now you open yourself up to a bright future there it is you know what i'm saying and that's that's the goal right is when you inject god into your situation your past becomes irrelevant and now in your present you can look forward towards a bright brighter future right and people may ask well how is that possible so if we think about paul Mm -hmm. one of the the largest writers of the bible Mm -hmm. right Mm mm-hmm he used to be called Saul. And of the was, New Testament. Of the yeah, New Testament. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, of the yeah, New Testament. Yeah. Um, his name was Saul. Saul. He was a different dude. He was a <laughs> prosecutor of the church. Mm-hmm. And then. Had went, an encounter. Had this transformation. Right. And changed his name. Yeah. That's how big the transformation yeah. was. Changed his name. And oftentimes people came. Aren't you the same person that prosecuted? While that may be, I'm giving Um, you what it is right now. Yeah. What what one of the things I just want to just a side note, black people, names do matter. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So let's make sure we 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 give good names to our children, man, because it matters. Obviously, I'm saying that with a bias because my name is Lazarus. It is. But uh. You know, I mean, I went by DJ there for a while, and I and I do look at DJ as a, a younger, immature version of myself. Right. And then, you know, transitioning into Lazarus and who that who I am as a man as Lazarus, it is two totally different things. But you know, I was saying that to be funny, but name your name has has power, it has meaning, it has purpose. Right. And I mean, even it. Even Torrance, you know, who knows what God is going to do in your life that makes that name significant and, right. and, and a part of a legacy. Right. Yeah, it's very important. So to kind of bring it back to acceptance, what we're saying, fellas, is you can't change the past. No. Nah. It And I, I, I'm going to say it again. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Learn from your past. And move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get that job. There may be a reason why. Man, I lost my job. There may be a reason why. Oh, there is a reason why. <laughs> Man, I lost my wife. Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Absolutely. And every time is not always you. Sometimes we started out with the wrong person. 
Right. And that that's it it was the wrong person. It was the wrong person. <laughs> and you got delivered you got from it. <laughs> there you go again. There you go again. With these women, 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 anyway. Okay, sorry. Anyway. I digress. Yes, you did. <laughs> anyway, um, or you did something, infidelity, the yeah. the lust, mm-hmm. the the neglect, whatever it was, be real with yourself. Look in the mirror. And own it. Own it. Own it. It's and not blaming yourself. No. You're owning it. You're owning it. I, I lost this opportunity because I didn't show up on time. Mm-hmm. Or I dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Or I was too uh, too stubborn to accept help. Right. So this project failed because I was too stubborn. I thought I knew it all. Right. You know, or, you know, whatever the, yeah. the, the case may be, but accept it. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a part of your past. It's a part of you. Yeah. And it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit. To when I man, the many times where I had to confront the the consequences of my decisions, the reality of my decisions and what it looked like. Cause you know, when you messing up, you like it, it looks one way to you, but when it gets exposed, you like, dang, I I was that was foolish. I was stupid. Right, right. <laughs> and it's gonna hurt to face that up, but when you are honest with yourself and you're truthful and you see that, you like, yo, that's why I'm not going to do that again. Right. Because it does look stupid. And I think you, you said the perfect thing when you face mm-hmm. and accept the consequence. Right. So no matter what you do or what happens, and I think that's the best way to describe this grieving process. That's not a, uh, well, even the loss of a loved one. But the consequence is... Whatever you did, here's the consequence. So you're going to deny. No, they ain't going to fire me. Mm. No, I ain't just get fired. Then you get mad. I can't believe they did that. Mm. Then you start, man, if I if I just do this or do that, then mm. it, 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 it won't happen. Man, I just, it just happened. Mm-hmm. And you start sinking low. Yeah. I, I'm not worthy. I'm not going to get back to that. I'm, it's. Mm-hmm. But when you accept it mm-hmm. and go, it happened, but I'm going to move forward. Because it's, it's a lot of people here depending on me. Absolutely. I still have breath in, in my lungs and my heart is beating. I can continue to move forward. I'm alive. Well, you may say, Torrance, I didn't have any kids and my wife gone. Who depending on me? There may be somebody that you can counsel. You depending on you. You depending on you. That's first. (laughs) But there's somebody you can counsel that can you can help navigate through that situation. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to go through it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's who's dependent on you. Yeah. Your community's dependent on you. Mm -hmm. Your job. I mean, Paul says we are one body but many members. Yes. So you're a part of those members and you have a function, you have a role that you need to play. And uh, you can't you don't want to disqualify yourself from that. You you definitely want to step into that fully and, and give your your contribution to the body. Right. And I, I've seen a lot of people get depressed or get into depression with their age. I'm 40 something. Mm. I'm 50 something. This ain't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. You still got time. You you alive, right? 
Yeah. You woke up. Keep trying. Accept the fact that you are 40, but you're looking for something. Yep. How, how you going to maneuver, you know, at that age. Right. Yeah. You you may have to work a little bit harder, but mm-hmm. guess what? You done went through enough. You still got the strength to do it. Absolutely. So that that's in a nutshell acceptance. Again, it's not everything is okay, but you, you realize the consequence. Mm-hmm. I love that. You mm-hmm. realize the consequence mm-hmm. of your action. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, Move forward from it. Yeah, or the consequences of somebody else else's actions towards you and you were impacted by it, but accepting if you know what? That's on them. Right. I was affected, but honestly, that's for them to deal with. Right. All right, so people, fellas, men, young boys, whoever's listening, um, like I said, I feel like, man, there's a lot of deliverance in, in this episode of grieving that is going to occur um, because you guys are going to be vulnerable and willing to be honest with yourself and, and, and move to a place of acceptance. I'm, I'm definitely speaking this into very specific individuals. And, um, man, we are here, Torrance and I are here as uh, living witnesses yes. of going through this multiple times in our lives. Yes. And uh, even me just recently, and and man, uh, one of my favorite uh, Christian artists' name is The Truth. He said, I am alive, you know. I, I, I am alive. That is a lot. <laughs> right. I am fully alive, and, and uh, Jesus died so that we can uh, be abundantly alive. And uh, I want us to walk in that today. So, man, um, any final thoughts? Yeah, man. Uh, with this grieving process, let's be vulnerable. Let's communicate. Let's let people know that, hey, I'm grieving, mm-hmm. whatever it is, so people can can help you through. I think in our community, um, in this brotherhood, in this uh, fraternity, mm-hmm. we don't communicate very well. So I'm pretty sure, just like I was, Back in 2001, 2002, a lot of people feel like they're alone mm. in this. And, and social media doesn't help because a lot of times it's the good, but you don't see how the sausage is made. Mm. Or it's, it's the pink light on the, on the beef mm. at the grocery store. It's all kind of tricks. It's not milk. It's glue. It's all kind of tricks to make it look good. Right. But when you try to try to do it or you see the reality, yeah. you realize that yeah. it ain't what it it ain't what it is. So sure. um let's let's be honest with each other. Let's open up. Let's let's be vulnerable with one another. Let's hold each other accountable. Let's drag each other um along this process to say, Hey brother, I think you in, in denial right now or Hey, you're a little angry or I, I see you bargaining a lot. Like, come on. Or brother, I see you depressed mm-hmm. or what appears to be depressing. You got to be with depression, especially if it's serious. You got to be very careful. Yeah. But help people through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, push them, pull them. And those are two different actions. Push them, pull them, whatever they need. Yeah. To get through that moment so they can get to acceptance. So, you know, people can continue on because we we got a lot of zombies going going around this world, 
stuck in one of these phases mm-hmm. and they they can't get out they can't do it by themselves they need outside forces right. so that would that would be my words of of wisdom or or um encouragement through this grieving process if you see that you're in one of these reach out to somebody and you i promise you you'll be surprised how many people are going through it mm-hmm. or if you see somebody going through it Offer a hand. Yeah. And use your insurance and go go reach out to some counselors. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, I said it earlier in the episode. Stop trying to pray it away. Yeah. I mean, you need that, but you also need some some practical, you know, outlets to help you guide, you know, be guided through right. your, your emotions, your feelings, and the events that happen to you in your life. Right. And, and. Please, when y'all hear me say, don't stop trying to pray it away. Don't say, Torrance, are you saying don't pray? That ain't what I'm saying. We know that's not the perspective we're coming from. <laughs> no, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a lot of Christians out there that will not go get counseling. Yeah. Or they're, they're seeking pastors or deacons or elders who are not equipped mm-hmm. for this. There mm-hmm. are people who've done studies, who've seen patterns that mm-hmm. can help you through it. Yeah. So prayer plus. Yeah. Yeah. Professional help. There you yep. go. Yep. Prayer plus professional help equals delivered. All right. So, oh um, man, we are stronger <laughs> together. Yes, so sir. Let's, let's do it together, man. You're not alone. Let's do it together. This is Lazarus Bruno Jr. This is Torrance R. Simmons. And we are the Man Up Movement Podcast. And we are out. <laughs> Thank you.